April shower sale is going on now through the end of the month. Receive 20% off all G-Spot vibes, and we'll tell you some of our favorites at the end of today's episode. More romance, more intimacy, more Are you a frequent lover? If so, get rewards for your birthday, your partner's birthday, and your anniversary, plus extra discounts and sales. Hello again, and welcome back to the Intimacy Advisor Podcast. My name is Haley a romance specialist in our stores, an intimacy expert online, and the host of our podcast, which is all about love, romance, intimacy, connecting and bonding with your partner. And today it's about squirting and how to do it and what it is. I have so many questions that I get asked about squirting on the daily. So I'm sure that listeners of this podcast have similar questions. People always have heard about squirting somewhere. Whether they've seen it in porn or maybe their friends have talked about it, regardless, curiosity is definitely spiked of how you achieve this ejaculation through a vulva and what does it feel like and what is the fluid that comes out and truly like one of the first things is just to touch on is that the anatomy of a vagina is extremely complex, which means there's very many different pleasure points and erogenosomes. I hope by now, if you've been a listener of the podcast, you know that the clitoris is absolutely the ticket to orgasm for vulva owners, and G-spot stimulation can be just as fantastic, and even toys like Laura DiCarlo's Osei definitely help bring those orgasms to possibly a blended orgasm for even a more fulfilling sensation. But there's also areas like the A-spot and there's all these different glands inside a vulva that can be stimulated indirectly. Or maybe you're stimulating these and you're not even knowing it. Or maybe you're doing all that you possibly know but squirting just isn't happening. Regardless, I will tell you that very, very many people actually don't allow their bodies to squirt simply because of the like mental block that they put up with the idea. Or a lot of people have fear of releasing because... For a brief moment, it does almost feel like you have to pee. But if you have a better understanding of where and how to touch, I bet that you'll at least see more pleasure or you might just be in for a little April shower of your own. So I would kind of hate to break it to anyone out there if you're watching porn and you're thinking that it's an instructive tool on how to squirt, most all porn is acting and it's fictional and these actresses in porn will actually use water to stimulate squirting in a scene and you kind of like have to put it in a lube tube or I've actually heard some actresses put it in a bottle and then when the director calls action they actually use that kegel muscle and push it all out in a way that looks amazing and every man watching definitely wants to make their partner do that trick but alas it is fake. Another myth that I think we need to debunk before this conversation 
of the good stuff is that ejaculation isn't pee. A lot of people believe that it is just urine and the fluid that releases during a squirting orgasm does come out of the urethra, so same area, and it's similar, but the chemical components are absolutely different. There are a few similarities because the fluid does release from the bladder and it contains some similar proteins to urine, but a few small studies prove that wrong where women actually go to the bathroom before sex. They have their bladders scanned before and after squirting and it was shown that their bladders actually filled before they squirted and it emptied after. However, they also examined the fluid that it contained, the fluid of the squirt, and it actually contained a prostate-specific antigen, which was not found in urine, and it still is not found in urine. The squirt is also clear. It's odorless across the board of all of the women that were in that study. So I thought that was super interesting that it's just even a prostate fluid, which is completely different because you never hear that about coming from a woman or a human with a vulva. The prostate tissue in a woman or a vulva owner is found in the skein's gland, which is located on the front wall of the vagina, and it's actually believed to be involved in the release of squirting to make up this liquid that is unique to female ejaculate. So if you're not squirting, like if you're not like actually releasing a lot of liquid at a time, but you are experiencing extra fluids and they are almost like a watered down milky color and a watery texture just to make this a little bit more confusing for everybody some experts actually believe that squirting and female ejaculation are two separate things and those terms are not to be used interchangeably which is something i'm extremely guilty of because i feel like this is a newer study that i've been reading about lately but it makes complete sense so the question that i think that i get the very most from men trying to make their partner squirt is can all women squirt they have been trying for some time and it's not happening or they even will tell me that their partner has been trying for some time and it's just not happening but I really think that the people that are asking me that are looking at porn as an instructional tool and I will also say that I've seen some of those videos you know we can all Think about Bonnie Rotten. We used to sell a lot of her toys and her toys actually had like a separate lube tube where you would put lubricant inside of it and you would almost squeeze it whenever you wanted it to do the squirting action. Really, really cool toy and she's an amazing actress, but I don't believe that's what it's going to look like for everyone that is trying to achieve that squirting orgasm. The International Society for Sexual Medicine reports that only 10 to 50 percent of women ejaculate and I personally just feel like that's too broad that's a huge gap and it might not just be you know maybe you're not doing that proper execution or maybe like somebody thinks that they squirted and then they get nervous about it what it could actually be what happened you know you can actually squirt without experiencing orgasm so I think that's where people get a little bit more self-conscious about the act of squirting they're like wait no that wasn't it and they believe it to be urine it could just be the proper execution you know I'm not getting that right stimulation and while there's definitely people that can't reach orgasm through intercourse alone and that's actually most women there are definitely vulva owners that haven't quite gotten the right techniques to allow that release from squirting. It's different than an orgasm. 
women can squirt, ejaculate, and orgasm all simultaneously, but squirting often, I believe, like happens either before or during orgasm, and it feels kind of like a tingling, convulsing, orgasmic relief, while vulva owners can additionally have a clitoral orgasm or a G-spot orgasm without squirting, or a blended orgasm, which many of those blended orgasms also involve ejaculate and are a lot stronger and quite a bit longer. So how do you do it? The experiences I have heard working the very most effectively, I absolutely suggest figuring it out all on your own before bringing this idea up to a partner. Just like how you masturbate to learn what feels good so you can instruct another person when you're actually intimate together, the same goes for squirting. Definitely use a little water-based lube with your toys, but the key here is to find the right pressure, the right shape, the right angle, and the time. First-time squirters don't just start masturbating and it happens, right? Otherwise, you would already know that it's something that happens easier for you, and you wouldn't actually have this goal of kind of working towards it, and that's completely okay. Every vagina is different and some are more sensitive than others. But if you're in the market for a new toy and that's a goal for you, the best toy to try to use to get yourself or a partner to squirt is absolutely glass or stainless steel or maybe a silicone toy and that is if it still has that same weight and heaviness and it almost has to be a little bulbous at the end of the tip. Stainless steel is usually the easiest to find with these qualifications, and actually another really fun way to play with it is to use temperature play, or you could incorporate it to your massage oils as a little massage wand later for foreplay. And if you want to use a vibrating toy, of course you can, as long as that pressure and shape is right. So once you pick out the correct G-spot toy, make sure to focus on the clitoris as well. For some women, using hands might just be enough. But for others, something like a bullet, like the Tango, is a great toy, or an egg-shaped clitoral toy, like the couple from Le Wand, or air pulsators might even be better than others. I gotta say, my choice out of the bunch to suggest for those with squirting as a goal is absolutely the Womanizer Premium, or any Womanizer really, but the Womanizer Premium is top-notch out of all of the ones that they offer. There's a reason it's so loved. I heard it works wonders for women that have a difficulty reaching orgasm. It is a staple for, I think, everyone that comes and shops in our stores or has ever worked at our stores. Like, It's just so different than a lot of vibrating toys, and it's a lot easier to get to climax with something like that. So once you have all these right toys, make sure to prep your space, you know, make sure you're relaxed, give yourself some time for pleasure. A lot of us feel some guilt about allowing time for yourself. So if you make sure that you're making time for your own pleasure and your schedule so it's not a distraction. The next thing you could need is a towel. So you are prepping for waterworks. Put a towel underneath you. And if and when you succeed, you could actually get a waterproof throw blanket. Liberator makes a really awesome one that's really, really soft and doesn't allow any water or oils or squirting fluids or anything like that come from underneath of it. Often after you learn how to squirt, it's hard not to. So there is my warning for everybody. (laughs) The more you practice and the more you do it, the more quickly and often it's going to come to you. Just remember that good sex starts in your brain. So if you're trying not to be worried about 
squirting and that release, just let your body do what it wants to feel good. Make sure to give the clitoris lots of attention before you insert a toy and use lubrication. You can use a silicone based if you are going with my suggestion of glass or stainless steel toys. But allow your body to self-lubricate a little bit too and to actually desire penetration. If you need to have a clitoral orgasm before you want to be penetrated, then let your body do that. And once you're there using that heavier toy, insert it, locate your G-spot. It does feel quite a bit different than the surrounding areas of the vagina. It has more of like a rough texture and it's towards your belly button. So if you're on your back, it's going to be towards the ceiling. There's some toys that use this come hither motion like the Come Hither Rabbit by Rabbit Company, or if you just want a G-Spot toy and not a dual, I think the Mona Wave is a really great one because it has good vibration and a lot of different modes that you can use to play with to locate your G-Spot. It's by Lalo. But the motion almost like pushes and releases right against the G-Spot. So that could be something great to explore if you're having a little bit of difficulty finding that right spot. I suggest that stainless steel toy if you push the handle of it, that, that part that's not in your vagina, towards the bed. So if you have your if you're holding it inside your vagina, but the part that you're holding on to, push that down. And then kind of make short movements in and out, not like a thrusting. It's a little bit more shallow until you feel your G-spot fill with blood. And you have to do it a couple times, but you definitely will feel that. The texture might even change and you might get like a heat wave because of the increased blood flow you might get a little warm lots of women can squirt this way with the g-spot targeted stimulation but keeping the clitoral toy in use or if you have like a partner's tongue for some oral stimulation it can make for a wonderfully orgasmic evening that's for sure (laughs) and if you're still having some difficulty finding that perfect spot there are some stimulating gels that to that you could try along with the toy If you put a drop of either on your fingers and use that come hither motion to apply it to the g-spot or you could actually put it right on the tip of your toy but the two that are coming to my mind are the reign of love by shunga you only need a small drop of that one and it makes kind of like a slight cooling and super intensified feeling the other one i'm thinking is discover by intimate earth and that one has japanese peppermint oil along with that l-arginine So it really increases sensitivity specifically on your G-spot. If you want to go a little bit of a cheaper route rather than that stainless steel toy, there is the Icicles glass toy. It's blue and it's actually all the Icicles toys are numbered. This one's 31. It has a really hard curve and a bulbous head to it. It's perfect to help you find that pleasure point. Don't be afraid of glass. It's not going to break at all and it can accompany you in the bathtub just like stainless steel can if it wants to get a little slippery. But the Leywand Hoop, that has to be my number one pick for those really determined to make squirting happen. It weighs 1.4 pounds, it's super solid, it's all stainless steel, and it's super awesome for temperature play and easy to keep clean. So if you master this all on your own first, first of all, congratulations, how did it feel? (laughs) But maybe next you want to show your partner and introduce them to your new trick. Replacing a G-spot toy with a penis is no problem at all, but now you kind of still have to find that perfect position to keep pressure where it needs to be. An elevated missionary is my go-to for those looking for good G-spot penetration during sex. All you have to do is lift your legs onto your partner's shoulders and rest them there during missionary. 
Then you can take them for a ride and kind of lift your hips in that same shallow motion that you controlled the toy on your own. But if doggy's more your style, using a liberator position pillow to elevate your hips to keep contact with the G-spot during penetration works really great. And if it's still not happening during sex, give it time and do not stress. Mutual masturbation and showing your partner might be a great warm-up for them to try it too. Truthfully, there's not a one-size-fits-all answer. Every single body and every single vulva is extremely different. Some expel liquid a lot easier than others, and some only orgasm from being touched by that person themselves. Try not to get discouraged and always own your pleasure first and foremost. So if it happened for you, and if this episode helped guide you there, or maybe if you learned something a little unique or different than what you've regularly been doing, send me an email. My email is Haley, it's H-A-L-E-Y at loverslane.com. You can reach out to us on Instagram at Intimacy Advisor Pod, or we are also on Twitter at I-A underscore pod, and give us a like on Facebook, or write us a review at Intimacy Advisor Podcast. I hope this helped. Stay wet out there and we will talk to you again next Monday. Bye guys. Stay together